Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you again for joining the Adult and Teen Challenge of the Upper Cumberland podcast. This is Pastor Tim McLaughlin. Uh, I began to share with you last week, and I want to kind of continue on a little bit uh, as I begin to talk about, is your walk fruitful? Is your walk fruitful? Uh, I mentioned to you last week that, um, you know, you read stuff, you read scripture, sometimes you read it multiple, multiple times, and then all of a sudden something clicks and you wonder, why did I not see that before? But but I believe there comes times and there comes seasons and there's things that are going on in our life that God r- reveals those things. You know, you hear people all the time says, well, I heard the Lord say, or I believe the Lord said to me, or things like that. And, and I know there's people out there who say, well, I've never heard the voice of God, or, or maybe I've never got an unction from the Holy Spirit or something like that. But if you're reading the Word on a regular basis, God is speaking to you. And, and many times you'll read the Word and you don't really feel like... Um, I mean, there's always benefit to it, but then all of a sudden something just kind of jumps off the page and it, and it stirs something in your heart. And you know that that is when God is speaking to you. And so I begin to share with you some things that, that as Paul was praying for the church at Colossae, he says something that stirred my heart. And I pray that it stirs your heart because it's a mandate for the, for the church of Jesus Christ. Paul's praying in Colossians chapter one. Verses 9 through 14, he says, For this reason, we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and ask that you may be filled with the knowledge of his will and all wisdom and spiritual understanding, that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing him, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God, strengthened with all might according to his glorious power for all patience and long suffering with joy, giving thanks to the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. He has delivered us from the power of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of his Son, of his love, in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins." I want to focus specifically, just as I did last week, on verse number 10. Paul says in verse 10 that you may walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. It should be the desire of each and every one of us to know how to walk worthy of the Lord and how to live a life that's fully pleasing Him. We should ask ourselves that question. Lord, how can I live a life that is fully pleasing to You? The Apostle Paul gives us the answer here, but it's, it's so broad that we need to really examine it out because Paul says to live a life that is fully pleasing to God is to make our walk fruitful. To live a life that is fully pleasing to God is to make your life fruitful. So we looked at last week what that meant, and I'm I'm just going to give a quick, quick, real quick overview. Go back and listen to last week's if you didn't catch it. But he says, first walk, which means to make progress, to move forward, to do something. Then he says being fruitful, which means to multiply. And we're to 
make our, our way progressive and we're to multiply. And then he says in every good work, which means in every upright, honorable, and useful work, we're to grow things. And then he goes on and he says increasing, which means to, to, to multiply not only outward, but also in inward inward growth, inward Christian growth. How do we grow in an inward Christian growth? Paul says, in the knowledge of God. So we, we looked at this and we broke this all down last week. And what we've come up with is, is without trying to rewrite the Bible, making some clarity of this. And he says, we do this when we conduct ourselves in a way that multiplies in an upright and useful manner, which causes growth of multiplication of people through a thorough recognition of God. Now, I know that's a lot. I'll say it again slower, maybe if you're taking notes, but I want you to process it. Paul says that we should conduct ourselves in a way that multiplies in an upright and useful manner and causes growth of a multitude of people through a thorough recognition of God. One word, discipleship. Discipleship. Discipleship is when we, when we live our lives in a way that's progressing, multiplying in an upright and useful manner, causing growth of a multiplication of people through a thorough recognition, a thorough knowledge, a thorough understanding of the things of God. We looked last week at John chapter 4, how Jesus goes through Samaria. He says, I have need to go through Samaria. He goes through Samaria. The, the disciples don't understand what's going on. Jesus sits down next to a well. He begins to talk to a Samaritan woman. Number one, that he's talking to the woman. Number two, that she's Samaritan. Neither one of those made sense. But because he shared with her some things that, that, that revealed knowledge to her, she then goes into town and the people that didn't want anything to do with her begin to listen to her because of the knowledge, because of the revelation, because of the encounter she had with Jesus. They came to find out more about him and the multitude came in and the whole town was transformed because Jesus had an encounter with this woman. She went back in, she brought them out multiple Multiplication, discipleship. She lived a life that was fully pleasing to God, and that's the life that we need to live. We have had an encounter with God, and we need to share that with others that we may multiply and bring others to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ. So we ask ourselves Is our walk worthy of the Lord? Are we fully pleasing Him in our lives? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, verse 20, he says, therefore, by their fruits, you will know them. So the question is, if we ask people about our church, or if we ask people about ourselves personally, would they say, would they say that adult and teen challenged the upper Cumberland? Would they say that Trinity Assembly or Life Church or New Beginning or whatever church you're involved in? Or would they say that, 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 that your life is fruitful? Is it bearing fruit? Is your church bearing fruit? Is your life bearing fruit? Is your ministry bearing fruit? Are people coming to a saving knowledge of Jesus Christ? Are people growing 
Is there a multiplication process? Is discipleship taking place? So how can we judge if our walk is fruitful in accordance with the word of God? How can we judge if our walk is fruitful? And again, this is, this is for you, you personally. This is for your family. This is for your church or your ministry and everything that you do. You need to ask yourself this question. How can I judge if our walk is fruitful in accordance with the word of God? Three areas that I want to share with you. Number one, number one, to know that your walk is fruitful according to the word of God, you need to abide in Christ. You need to abide in Christ. Abide means to live in, to make your dwelling in. Do you dwell in, do you make your your residence in Christ, spending time with him in prayer, spending time in his word, spending time in church, doing everything in your life, abiding in Christ. Jesus said in John 15, 5, he says, I am the vine and you are the branches. He who abides in me and I in him bears much fruit for without me, you can do nothing. See, this is not a Sunday only Christian, but it's living for God every area of your life. This is your walk. This is your life. This is your abiding in Christ. Remember we talked last week, your walk is, is, is your, your going to work. It's your, it's your going to recreation. It's your going to church. It's every area of your life. As you're walking out this life, are you doing the things that show that you are abiding in Christ? See, without Christ, we can do nothing of any benefit or anything fruitful. The Christian life is not an in and out life. It is an all in. Remember, I said the word abide means to remain, to continue, to not depart, to be there continually. It's to say, I'm all in. I'm not in and out. I'm not in on Sunday and out on Monday. I'm not in on Wednesday and out on Thursday. I'm not out on Saturday and in on Sunday. No, it's all in in every area of every part of your life. Jesus said in Revelation chapter 3, verse 15 and 16, as he's talking to the church at Laodicea, he says, I know your works, that you are neither cold nor hot. I wish you were cold or hot. So then, because you are lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will vomit you out of my mouth. See, the fruitful church, the fruitful Christian is the one that abides in Christ. Listen, in every area, we need to, we need to be all in abiding in Christ so so that we are we are hot for him not lukewarm Christians we've got a bunch of people you wonder why the Christian faith is not growing you want to know why people don't want to come to church you want to know why people uh, aren't wanting to make a decision for Christ because they're looking at the local church today and what they're seeing is a bunch of lukewarm Christians and they say listen I can live that life without going to church I can live that kind of life I can gossip I can talk about others. I can backbite other people. I can, I can do all these things. I don't have to be in church. We need to live a life that is fully pleasing to God. We need to abide in Christ in every area. 
We don't need to be wine bibbers. We don't need to be uh, cussing, you know, praising God on, on Sunday and cursing on Monday. We don't need to be gossiping uh, at the at the at the water cooler on Monday. We need to make sure that every day, 365, everything that we're doing, we're abiding in Christ. Number two, not only do we need to abide in Christ, we need to abide in his word. John 15, 7 says, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you will ask what you desire and it shall be done for you. See, if the word of God abides in you, then that is, that, that, that's what will come out of you. The Bible says, out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. If, if what we're putting in the heart is the word of God, if we're studying to show ourselves approved, if we're memorizing scripture and walking that scripture out, if everything we're doing, if we're reading the word on a regular basis, if we're abiding in, if we're remaining in, if we're continuing in our study of the word of God, then those are the things that are going to come out of us when the heat gets turned up. What do you say when you're not around Christian friends? What do you say when you're out in the workplace? What do you say at the ball game? What do you say when you're on a cruise or on vacation someplace? What does, what's the words that come out of your mouth? Do you practice what you preach? Can you say that I'm not swayed by the world, but I live according to the word of God? The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 13, he says, For this reason we also thank God without ceasing, because when you received the word of God which you heard from us, you welcomed it not as the word of men, but as is truth, the word of God which also effectively works in you who believe. It's the word of God that effectively works in those who who believe? Is the word of God effectively working in your life? Are you abiding in the word of God? We need to abide in Christ and we need to abide in his word. We need to spend time with him in prayer and we need to spend time with him in his word. You want to know why you're not hearing something from God? You want to know why you're not getting a revelation? Ask yourself, am I spending enough time with him in prayer and in his word? Am I going to the church house? Am I, am I spending enough time studying? Am I in a small group with other Christians? Am I receiving the word of God in every area of my life? I want to walk in a way that is fruitful and pleasing to God. And I do that when I abide in Christ. I do that when I'm abiding in his word. And number three, I do that when I'm abiding in his love. John 15, 12 says, this is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. See, when we abide in Christ and we abide in his word, then it should be easy to abide in his love. Is your love conditional or unconditional? See, remember how much Christ forgave you and then go and do likewise. Don't love people forgive people 
or treat people kindly just because that's how they treat you. You do it because, because you're a child of God. You have been forgiven much. You have been shown much mercy. You have been loved much. Go and do likewise. Show others mercy. Forgive others when it's not convenient. Listen, if we would walk in love and we would live a life that's abiding in Christ and abiding in his word, abiding in his love, then we would see multiplication take place and we would live a life that is fully pleasing to God because that would cause multiplication. 1 Peter 4.8 says, Above all things, have fervent love for one another, for love will cover a multitude of sins. Love will cover a multitude of sins, but we must walk in that love. We must abide in that love. Because I abide in Christ, because I abide in his word, because I abide in his love, I know that my walk is fruitful. Paul said in Ephesians 5.8, you were once in darkness, but now you are the light of the world. Walk as children of light. Let me tell you, if we want to live the life that the Apostle Paul prayed for the church in Colossians, that our walk would be worthy of the Lord, that we would bear fruit, that we would be fully pleasing to God, then we need to walk as children of the light. Is your life fruitful? Are you doing everything in your life to be pleasing to God? See, I pray that you would walk worthy of the Lord, fully pleasing Him, being fruitful in every good work, and increasing in the knowledge of God. Father God, I pray for each and every one that's listening to this podcast. Did God, they would, they would abide in you. They would abide in your word. That they would abide in your love. That they would walk it out, living a life, that is fully pleasing to you and bearing fruit because your word says that you will know them by their fruit. Father, bless each and every one. May they prosper and be in health. Father, may they receive all the favor and all the blessings and all the grace of God through the Lord Jesus Christ. And I thank you, Father, for all that you're doing in them, through them, and with them. And I ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. God bless you. Have a great week. Happy Thanksgiving.